Good morning, tribe. What is going on? It is Michael Fleming coming at you another amazing morning. Uh, I'm coming at you with a topic that I am uh, a little perplexed at how to approach this because it really comes down to, to one thing. So as many of you know, if you've been paying any attention, I'm really kind of focusing on kind of the, the three pillars that we're talking about is the health, the wealth, and the relationships that you have within your practice, right? I've kind of chunked it down there. And so I kind of rotate through you know, the health, health topics, the wealth topics, the relationship or service topics, uh, and so forth. And then I kind of balance between uh, the tactical and the, the uh, theory, right? And so I'll kind of bounce between like the high level theory, the 30,000 foot view, and then more of the tactical, which today is one of the tactical. And today's episode is really focused on uh, getting new patients for your practice, right? And so this is a, a tactical application of how to get new patients. So if, for example, you yourself are looking for new patients, which we always are, right? I already know you are. That's why you're listening to this. This is the tactical way of, of how to actually go and get them. Not the theoretical, right? We're not going to talk high level in theory. This is like, how can you, what are some things that you could do right now today to start getting new patients in your hygiene chairs, right, to start generating new treatment plans, right? And the reason I'm struggling with this is because, you know, when we start talking about uh, looking at the who versus the how, and if you haven't heard this this theory, I'll, I'll sum it up very quickly. Uh, one of my mentors, uh, Russell Brunson, uh, does a very good job of when you're talking about larger projects as opposed to learning how to do every single piece of that project yourself, you learn how to delegate and you learn to find the who as opposed to the how. So for example, when we start talking about getting new patients for your practice, as opposed to just learning the how, the tactical, sometimes it's more important to know the who. And of course the who in this segment of getting new patients is this guy right here. So this could be a really short podcast because tactically, what do you need to be doing to get new patients? You need to call Michael Fleming at Innovate Dental Marketing, right? <laughs> That's no joke. That's really what, what's, uh, what I do, right? And this is like the core of, uh, of what I do. So obviously, the, the, the core of this is not going to be just call Michael Fleming, even though it really is, uh, because this, this gets deep quick. But, but here is, you know, tactical, we're going to talk about a few things that tactically you can and should be doing and need to be doing uh, for new patient generation. And basically, I'll, I'll kind of sum it up right now. So you kind of know what we're going to be talking about. First and foremost, uh, for generating new patients, uh, is that patient referral, right? Because we already have a pool of, of patients that already know us, that already trust us, that are already spending money with us. Uh, and they are a big portion of, I mean, they're, they're literally what are keeping the lights on in our business. They're, they're the people that are helping us feed our employees. They're the people that are helping us feed our families. They're the people that are already helping us make our mortgage payments, right? And so from this trusted pool, uh, we we want to talk about how do we start attracting their friends and more people like them. The second segment, uh, and this is, you know, I had this conversation yesterday and I think I have it every day, is when we start talking about how to generate new patients. There's so many different messages. There's so many different media. And, you know, from one of my mentors, I learned very early on that the biggest things that you need to be focusing on from your marketing, as far as a marketing perspective to generate new patients, is you need to have a good, solid website. And a good, and that even transitions into deeper, a good solid, solid internet presence. 
Um, next, you need to have a good direct marketing strategy, right? And one of the biggest things that we do uh, and we help our clients with is is direct mail marketing, right? Is because it's such a, a great sustainable way to to generate new patients from a direct response media. And I'll dive into this a little bit deeper, but this is kind of like that three pronged approach of what we're going to be talking about, like how to tactically approach each of those three things, how to tactically approach generating new patients from referrals, how to tactically generate new patients from your online presence, and how to tactically generate uh, new patients from direct marketing. So, so there you go. If you're taking notes, you've got those three, have three big blocks, and we'll start tackling that right now. Uh, we'll start off with the referral process because this is this is one where we often don't really maximize. And when we do think about it, sometimes it makes us uncomfortable to ask for a referral. Does that make sense? If you've ever asked for a referral or how can you ever even ask for Because it's kind of like a sale, right? When's the last time you walked up to a door? Let's just run down the scenario. Have, fun, have some fun with me. When's the last time you walked up to one of your neighbor's doors and, and knocked on their door and then asked them for money? Think about that for a second. And then think about uh, how that might feel. How does that make your, your, your belly feel when you do that? Does it make you a little nervous? I can tell you, I actually do it a lot because I've got four children, you know, one that's kind of grown up and, and in college right now, but then I've got three that are in elementary school and the oldest of those three, uh, Noah, you know, he's playing football, uh, he's playing baseball, he's playing basketball. And uh, the girls are playing, my two youngest uh, play soccer uh, and have also played uh, t-ball and baseball. And uh, every single time that you're part of a sports program, at least from my experience, there's always some type of, whether it's donation or fundraiser. And so, you know, basically whenever they're playing sports, we are, obviously we take advantage of our close network of our family. We're getting on the phone, we're trying to hustle money that way, but it's also fun to get out and uh, parade the kids around the neighborhood and we're knocking on doors and we're asking for money because it's it's a soft sale right i mean it's like oh here's a cute kid that's wearing a football jersey and they're asking you for you know five bucks ten bucks or whatever right and it's just kind of cute but it's still like it's a it's a great education for them it's great because you know they have to learn how to ask for money they have to do a quick education you know they have to do a quick introduction even farther upstream and then a quick education as to why they're there and then a, a quick ask, right? So it's literally that, it, it's kind of like a, a mini sales process, right? And the reason I'm telling this story is, you know, when it comes to patient referrals, right? How many of us are, are actually asking our patients for a recommendation for their friends, right? And what kind of tools are we offering them to be able to facilitate this, right? So, so work with me here, hang in there. So say you've got, a focus, right? Because again, where focus goes, where energy flows. If we've got a focus in our practice now that in the month of, you know, I'm in October right now, October 2019, say for the month of October, we're looking at generating, you know, 40 new referrals from our existing patients. I totally just made that number up. It could be 20, it could be 60, it could be 140, whatever, whatever your goal is, right? But our goal for this, for this uh, faux campaign is going to be 40, right? We want to generate 40 new patients. And how we're going to do this is we are going to offer a referral bonus, meaning for the patient, we're going to give them a, a tool to be able to share this with their friends. So whether it's like a little postcard 
whether it's like a gift card uh, looking piece, whether it's a brochure, whatever that piece looks like. And I can speak from experience. One of our popular options is uh, Envision uh, two business cards that are kind of folded in half and they, they tear apart. And the intent of this is one card is kept with the referring patient, your existing patient. The other half of that card goes to the referral and they're able to write their, their names on that referral. So basically what the, the enticement is, is for the patient that's being asked to join the practice so that that referral, they're offered, you know, either it's some type of exchange of value. So similar to what we would do with like a direct response media. So whether it's, you know, $50 off, uh, you know, your first visit, or maybe it's a $49 new patient exam cleaning x-ray, or maybe it's, if it's a PPO or insured inpatient, uh, patient, maybe it's a free mechanical toothbrush, like an oral B or something, some nice toothbrush that they might not normally buy for themselves, but some exchange of value, some compelling reason to actually take, take, to take action. But then on the other end, uh, what we're, what we're encouraging is that other half of the card that stays with your existing patient, that now becomes an entry into a contest or into a drawing, right? And we had a great contest uh, with, and it's, and it's ongoing. Uh, and I, how do I say that? I probably need to call them. I think it's coming up, but there's a practice in, in the suburbs of uh, the Chicagoland area. It's a single practice and they do some crazy referral um, contests, right? Which have included uh, upwards of like a trip to Disney World. Uh, one year it was a Vespa scooter. Another trip was a, uh, or another year it was a trip to Las Vegas. And it, so they're going all out, but this was really a big opportunity to have a concerted focus, a concerted effort to have a good, clear focus on, okay, we're going to do referrals this month. We have these tools to educate and to encourage our patients to take action because here's what's in it for, for the patient that's going to be joining the practice they get a great special. And I think for them, they even did like a $29 uh, new patient exam, cleaning an x-ray. And it was a complete loss leader, right? But the intent of that was the idea that we're bringing in someone that is within the same demographic and is friends with a patient that's ar- that already trusts us. What we're really looking at doing is not necessarily making money off of our first visit. Although if we can, that's awesome, right? But what we're looking at doing is creating a new relationship with someone that is within our wheelhouse that we are probably going to be able to, to hit a home run with and work consistently with them, right? And obviously the big value is getting them in that hygiene chair so that we can start generating a treatment plan and we can start executing on that treatment plan, right? So that's the win for the incoming patient. But the win obviously for the referring patient, your existing patient, is they're now like trying to hand out as many cards as possible because every time that they refer someone, they're getting entered in to win this Vespa scooter or they're getting entered in to win this trip to Vegas or whatever that is. It's like a, a pretty big trip, right? And so it, it gets the uh, the staff excited because they're all talking about it, right? Because this is like an opportunity for one of their their favorite patients to win this big trip, right? And, it, and, I, and it's not just a trip for one person. It was like a trip for, for two people. And I think it even included kids, right? So if there was four, like... It, it, but it was a, a very good offer. It's the point I'm trying to make, right? It, there was no corners cut. I mean, it was a, a great concerted effort. And uh, guess what happened, guys? They killed it. They got they got a ton of referrals. And I can't quantify it, quantify it for you right now. I'm not sure exactly what it was. But the idea that they spent, you know, $3,500 on this Vespa scooter uh, 
to invest in this and that they, they continue to do similar. So imagine like the, the package trips that they're doing as well as the Vespa scooter is ranging between three and four thousand uh, dollars. And the fact that they continue to do this, I'm a, again, I'm a big believer in actions speak way stronger than any words. Right. If they continue to do it because they're killing it. Right. And so who knows what that that ROI is. But I can tell you that the fact that they keep doing it, it is a home run for them. And they only do it one month a year. And I think we're coming up on it. It's like November. It's coming up. I don't know. Whatever. You can pick whatever month it is. You know, maybe it's March for you. Maybe it's July. But it's a once a year thing where it's a it's focused for it's a hyper focus for one month. But it really like and it even creates the opportunity to kind of set the table for your patients where it's like, oh, yeah, I remember, you know, we have the big contest coming up in August or we have the big contest coming up in in September or wherever that is, whatever that is but it creates a little bit of a buzz. Uh, and then it also creates the opportunity to celebrate after this patient wins this Vespa scooter or the trip to Vegas or the, the trip to Disney World or whatever you might be offering, right? But then it's like, oh my gosh, you know, one of our, our friends, right? One of our patients who, who are our friends, it's like part of our family has won this awesome trip. And like, now you've got a great story to tell. And before you know it, you're telling other patients and it kind of gets them excited about it, but, but it creates a buzz, right? And so this is a great example or a great way to tactically apply, you know, generating new patients. Now, I know some of you might be thinking, man, I don't want to spend $3,500 on a Vespa scooter and I'm not quite sure, you know, how to get this started. It doesn't need to be that. You don't need to start there. Start with something, though, that, um, you know, and, and think about, you know, eventually we're going to talk about direct mail postcards here. And the average spend on direct mail postcards is going to be, you know, $2,200 to $5,000 per month, right? So, apply that back to your existing patients, you know, all of a sudden that three, $4,000 isn't a ton of money, but again, it doesn't have to be that. Maybe it's a, a weekend getaway at a local vineyard or, you know, depending on where you're at, maybe it's a, a weekend getaway to a local, you know, uh, casino or a weekend getaway to some, uh, B and B that's, uh, on the coast, whatever, whatever that area is for you, but it could be, you know, $500 to a thousand dollars, right. For a, 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 quick little weekend, uh, getaway or staycation or whatever that is. But you know, for 500 bucks, you can put together something pretty sweet for a thousand bucks, really sweet, but it gets people excited about something, right? Where it's like, okay, there's, there's something in it for me. And then again, you know, the actual tactical tool that you can hand out are these like tent cards. And and that's what we call them. If you're, you're looking at getting that done, obviously you reach out to us at innovate dental marketing. We'll help you. It's like, you can always say, Hey, I listened to podcast 19 and you guys were talking about tent cards for a referral program. I'm on it. First thing we answer is the phone. I have no clue what you're talking about, but just write down tent card. And uh, you know, if they haven't listened to happen to listen to that podcast episode, they might not be plugged in. But uh, the correct answer is that all of my staff listens to all my podcasts all the time. That doesn't happen, guys, but that's all right. But uh, but they do know what tank cars are, and, and we will be able to help you. So uh, give us a call. And the nice thing as well is we can give you samples of work done uh, of what we've done for practices like that. So it's not like you necessarily need to invent the wheel, right? You don't need to create this from scratch. We can give you samples of work done that if you're in a non-competing market, you can directly apply that. We can put your image, your logo, and get that rolling quickly, right? That way it gives you a, a tool to hand out to your, your patients. It also, you know, other supporting material is we can give uh, posters as well, right? To help educate within in, within the four walls, right? Uh, and so that's just an example of how to tactically apply, how to start getting new patients today because it doesn't need to be massive, right? But but some kind of giveaway is massive, right? Because there's a, that exchange of value with your existing patient 
And obviously the, ex the examples I gave for the uh, exchange of value for your new potential patient, right? So let's uh, quickly move on to our website and online presence to generate new patients. And this is a, a great conversation. Even I, I just had yesterday, for example, is, you know, A, the state of health of your website. Uh, if you don't know what the state of health of your website is, you need to call us at Innovate Dental Marketing and we can help run a report to, to find out, you know, how is, and by state of health, how is Google indexing your website? Does Google see your website as an authority uh, because it's, it's updated, because it's current, it's, it's always getting new information, it's got good uh, uh, cornerstone content that it can index and it understands that you're an authority on that? Or has your website been neglected for a couple of years and you haven't been doing your core updates or plugin updates and there's no content updates? Because I can tell you from that, you know, if, if your website's not being kept up, uh, I call that work kind of the cyber janitor work, right? But if it's not being kept up, Google sees this and you will be punished for it because what it's looking to do is provide an experience for its users that is current and relevant uh, and ultimately most relevant. Like that, that's, I think that's the key word, right? Is that whenever you and I do a search as a user on Google, we're looking at the top two or three results, right? On that organic search. And that's really what we're moving forward with. And Google realizes this. And so what it's trying to do is just offer its best foot forward and the best information possible in those top three, top three areas. So that way, when someone is doing a, a Google search, so, and what are they going to be doing a search for? You know, local dentist, you know, if you're up in Denver, you know, Denver dentist, if you're up in Portland, Portland dentist, whatever that is, or dentist near me or whatever that string is, it knows that based on location, you're trying to find a dentist that's near your proximity, right? But it's only going to be serving information that it thinks is relevant, that it thinks you, you're going to be what it calls or refers to as an authority on, right? And if your website is not current and not being updated, you're going to be punished because of that. And again, even farther upstream, and I hate to go theoretical on you, but just to plant the seed so you understand why this is important, the whole intent of your website is to, to do what? And, and what is the desired outcome? I think a lot of dentists get sucked into they see their website as kind of their uh, a place to post their bio, and they'll spend thousands of dollars to have this beautiful website, but then there's really no uh, connection with the patient. There's really no connection with that prospective patient, right? It, it's really more about them, and I think a lot of these website companies are doing that because it's easy to sell to the ego, right? It's, it's easy for me to come into your practice and wax on about how amazing you are as a dentist, uh, how amazing you know, hey, wow, you might, you went to Loma Linda? That's from my understanding. And all the dentists that I've worked with from Loma Linda, they're the best of the best. And before you know it, I've got your ego involved and you're feeling good about this. And before you know it, we're building this beautiful website. And it is a beautiful website. But I, I'm not saying anything about this. You know, it's a beautiful website. It's got your information. It makes you feel good. It's got a bunch of techno babble that makes you feel good and smart. And it, and it talks about your education and your continuing ed education and your commitment to continual education, right? But before you know it, this prospective patient that knows nothing about your dental education, uh, nor do they have an appreciation for it because what they're really looking for is like, does this person look like they bathe? And do they look trustworthy that they can work on my mouth? And obviously, are they smart enough? I mean, well, they've got uh, DDS on the end of their title, so clearly they're smart enough, right? But but what are they connecting with? And this is the conversation that I continue to have with my existing and and my, and my perspective, new customers, right? Just as you're looking for prospective patients, I'm looking for prospective uh, new dental practices and dental service organizations, right? 
And I think sometimes, or a lot of the times, Pareto's law, probably 80% of the time, a lot of the people that I talk with, they get sucked into this ego trap. And before you know it, they have this absolutely beautiful website that has absolutely no connection with their prospective patient. So the prospective patient goes there and they look at it and they're like, wow, there's some pretty pictures, but there's a t- bunch of techno babble here and there's no real clear to call to action for me to do anything. And before you know it, they just kind of leave the website. And so you have this beautiful website, but it's not serving you, right? It's not helping you uh, generate new patients, right? And again, that's the whole point of this podcast is generating new patients and tactically generating new patients. And this is something that you know, I'm learning as well. And it's continual learning, right? Like what worked six months ago may not be working now and vice versa. So that's one of the big conversations that we're having right now is what can we be doing to make your website generate more new patients, right? And, you know, you talk to uh, people that are in the, the industry and especially if they're doing digital only, you know, they've got a ton of really complex ways to do it. But to tactically do it, you basically need to dumb down your website you need to dumb down your education. You need to dumb down your techno babble. And if I can share a secret with you, uh, and you should be paying me money for this, but it's not. So good thing you tuned in for this because it's free. We need to be writing our copy at a fourth grade level. Yep, that pause is intentional. <laughs> we need to make sure that the copy of our website can be easily consumed by a fourth grader. Uh, and if you need a fourth grader, I got one you can borrow. His name's Noah. And then I got an upcoming fourth grader, Caitlin. She's in third, so soon to be. But basically, you're writing at that level. Uh, and there's scientific reasons why, and I'm not going to go on and on about that. But the, the, the basic level is it's easily consumable uh, and it's not over the head, right? It's easy for us to want to talk about, you know, our big education. It's easy for us to want to talk about, you know, the different types of continual education that we're doing. You know, I had one dentist that really wanted to try and educate their patients about platelet therapy and the scientific, the science that went behind platelet therapy. And we're like, holy smokes, dude, that's way too much. <laughs> and he even wanted to include like, uh, uh, like the part of the procedure. Cause that with this platelet therapy, you were putting it back in the patient's mouth and there was like pictures of, you know, this bloody mouth. And it was like, holy smokes, dude, there's like 13 reasons why not to put this in front of, in front of a prospective patient or even your existing patients, it's going to terrify them. Right. But, but and that's not a joke, dude, that, but I, I tell you this because oftentimes we get excited about what we're doing. We get excited about our education. We get excited about the value that we're adding to our patients, right? We get excited about our craft, you know, and I'm speaking, if you're a dentist, right? If you're a director of marketing, this might not be so relevant, right? But our dentists, they really love what they, they're doing and, and, and we appreciate them for that, right? That, that is the gift to the organization, right? We are grateful for what they're doing. So that's great, but we need to make sure that we're dumbing down our, our information and we need to be sure that we're trying to make a connection, right? So again, back to how are we generating new patients? We, we are trying to make that connection. Uh, the easiest way to do that is with a video, right? On your website. Again, we're talking about your website specifically, right? And what we wanna do is we wanna be able to have a video it introduces, you know, the the dentist to the prospective patient, right? Where that dentist can come out and basically say, you know, pretend I was the dentist, you know, greetings. My name is Michael Fleming, and I'm the dentist here at Fleming Family Dentistry. You know, I want to thank you so much. The fact that you're watching this video is means that you're on the website, and we're so grateful to have you here. And I wanted to do a quick introduction as far as what we're doing and how long we've been here and so forth, right? And it creates the opportunity for you to have that connection because the idea here is that there's a viewer that's watching this video and they're looking at another human being 
and they're they're basically looking to see whether or not you're potentially compatible, right? So this creates that outreach, right? It creates that hand. It creates that it creates that opportunity to create that virtual handshake. And then obviously afterwards, we want to create some kind of call to action. And it, whether it's in the form of a phone call, whether it's in, on the form of a form, whether you've got connection to your back office, if you've got say like a revenue well system or whatnot, where you can to have them directly see into your schedule where they can see what open availabilities you've got, you know, whatever that is, uh, but, but some kind of call to action, right? So again, this gets deep quick. Anyone who's listening that, that does a lot of work with their website, you know, they're, they're realizing, yeah, 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 Michael, we, we get this. But again, there's a difference between walking the path and knowing the path. And since this gets deep quick, you know, we, we are here to help, you know, give, give us a call at Innovate Dental Marketing. We can help write the script for you because that's really what it comes down to is, you know, what message are we we trying to share? What outcome are we trying to attain? And then how do we get there? And we can help you write the script to get that right. Where that focus goes, you're going to start generating activity, right? So if our focus is we want to generate, so back to the the earlier example, if we want to generate, you know, 40 patients in the month of December, but we want to do it from our website, okay, that's going to be a completely different focus than what we did for the 40, 40 new referral patients that came in, right? And so that's where we really need to have a new patient focus. We can support it with not only uh, organic search engine optimization, but this is a great opportunity that when we're investing money into our uh, online advertising. So whether that's like our, our Google ads, our Google display ads, our Facebook ads, our Instagram, you know, whatever other type of uh, online ads that you're you're pushing to have them direct to this focused sales or funnel page, right, where we can walk them through, do a, a, an introduction, and then ask them for their appointment, that call to action, that's really where we can uh, have that that focus, right? We can generate this as, a, as opposed to, and I just had this conversation yesterday, how many people are spending money on Google ads or Google AdWords because they get this coupon, they get started because they get this coupon from Google in the mail, by the way, right? I love that, right? I love that when I see uh, Google ads and they're, they're uh, advertising via direct mail, right? I, I love that, right? Watch the big boys, watch the big companies, see what they're doing, right? Everyone wants to do these digital marketing, but when Google themselves is doing direct mail, pay attention. I, I love what they're doing and they do too. And they, you can continue to see direct mail from them because it's A, working or B, not working. We all know it's working because they're not going to invest their money in something that does not work for them. Does that make sense? So we can help you get there. We just need to write the script. We just need to have a focus page. Uh, Oh, and let me finish that thought. What was happening was you've got these Google ads, these people that are getting excited about their Google ads because they got this coupon and they do their Google ads. And then what they wind up doing is they have it point to the general website, right? And so they might create an ad, a Google ad that says, Hey, $49 exam cleaning and x-ray. But then what happens is someone clicks on it and they're like, wow, that's a great deal. $49 exam cleaning and x-ray. And they click on it and then it takes them to their general website. And then the, the person is left confused because if there's no immediate mention of that $49 exam cleaning and x-ray, they, they get lost and they're not quite sure what to do. Whereas, you know, the person who is building this, they're like, oh, okay, you know, they'll go to the website and then they'll click the contact us and then they'll fill out the form and then they can get the $49 new patient exam 
that way, right? So the intent is like, oh yeah, of course they'll figure it out. They're, they're smart, but as the end user, they're not. And I can tell you that from experience. And it has nothing to do with whether or not they're smart. It has everything to do with, you know, how are, are they lazy? Are they in a hurry? Are they busy? Were they doing other thing? You know, it was kind of like like that that clickbait. And they clicked on. They're like, all right, let me see. Let me learn more about this forty nine dollar exam getting an X ray. But then there was no closing of the loop, right? It just kind of left them hanging, and they were like, oh man. And they remembered, oh shit, I'm on a dental website. I don't want to schedule a, a dentist appointment. But let me get out of here, right? <laughs> and so again, that's I'm joking, but it's not funny, right? They're on a dentist website. We need to remember what we're selling here, right? We're not selling the Mercedes-Benz. We're selling a, a appointment to come visit the dentist, right? So we got We have to be appreciative of what we're doing and understand that you know we really need to to be succinct with our message. And we need to t- to teach. Uh, we need to to be precise, and we need to treat them with kid gloves, if you will, so that we really lead them to our desired outcome. Which you know, for this, it might be fill out the form or whatever that is, though for for them. Uh, you know, maybe it's pick up the phone and schedule the appointment now, but whatever that is, we want to get that to them as fast as possible. So, so we've talked about the referral. We've talked about, you know, tactically how to improve, uh, your website. And again, you know, if that seems too, too quick, uh, or too easy, uh, give us a call. Like it, it really can be that easy. It's literally creating a single page and a hyper-focus, and then having advertised that goes to that specific page, and they get no other option, but they have to complete that information before they can go anywhere else, right? And you'll be amazed at at what kind of activity you get, because again, it's just a little bit of focus, and it offers them a little bit of clarity. There's no opportunity for them to go around, because again, again, I think we get spun out in trying to, you know, educate our prospective patient on our education, on how good we are, and what a great company we are, when at the end of the day, they're really just looking to see whether or not you're trustworthy enough for them to, to schedule an appointment. The last thing we're going to talk about, again, we talked about referral, we talked about website. The last thing we're going to talk about is direct response marketing. And specifically, the easiest path for that is your direct mail marketing. And again, uh, kind of go 30,000 feet in theory. Again, your website or your online presence is critical for those that are looking for you, Right. So if it's someone that's new to the area, they're looking to find a dentist. If it's someone that's an ouch patient and they need to find someone that I liken this to the, the yellow pages. If if you're a little older like myself, uh, you remember uh, the, what the yellow pages are and how our parents used to use that as a reference. Uh, and whenever you would need something, you would use that yellow pages. Now, obviously, that's been replaced with the Internet uh, or, you know, on our, our smartphones, you know, whenever we're looking for, for something. We'll go online or we'll go to Google Maps or whatever that is for you, and you'll search for whatever that is. So whether it's dentist near me, you know, Portland dentist, Houston dentist, whatever that is. Uh, but we're using that, right? And so that's why your website is so important and your online presence is so important so that when someone is looking, you know, that's a great way to make sure that you're, you know, not only first page, but in that top three uh, so that you can be seen or at least you're supplementing that with your AdWords or your, your Google display ads to, to get yourself artificially place yourself up towards the top three, right? Uh, direct response media is completely different. This is the magic of this is we are trying to strike time wise, right? So this is truly, you know, someone's going through their mail, uh, and they have no intent of going to the dentist, right? What you're doing them, what you're doing is reminding them that they need to go to the dentist. Does that make sense? 
And so that's kind of the difference between the internet is it, that's not direct response. We're not going to trick them into going to the dentist online, right? As opposed to with your direct mail, that this is that reminder. And this is that we're, we're looking for that percentage of people that are in need, but they had just haven't taken action yet, right? Like, so whether, again, that need is like, oh man, I'm going to the area or, oh man, I haven't been to the dentist in a year or, you know, oh, my last experience wasn't that great. I'm, I'm actually looking for another dentist, whatever that compelling reason is for them. And then obviously it was part of that direct response is very similar to what we talked with the last two is trying to create some kind of exchange of value so that they take action right now. You know, what is that exchange of value? Is it again, back to the $49 new patient exam? Is it back to, you know, a free toothbrush for, because you're, you have PPO or insurance or whatever that is. Uh, what, some kind of exchange of value, though, so, so that really encourages them to to join your family, to do, join your tribe, right, and to take action now. And so that's the magic of the direct response. And I think that's why it's so critical to be thinking in those terms of we, we need to really have a strong website and a strong web presence, including your social. Uh, but we also, because, again, that's making sure that when people are online looking for a dentist that we are considered. With your direct response media, that's not it. This is more of a numbers game, right? Where we're going to send out 5,000 pieces and you're going to get, you know, 10 to 15 new patients. And you're going to continue to do it because it's sustain financially sustainable, right? And, you know, it's it's more of a, a math game, right? Where it's like, oh, okay, we've got this down to, you know, $200 cost per acquisition. It, it really flips to how many new patients do we want this month? Oh, if we want 20, well, it's 20 times 200. That's, that's our budget. That's what we're going to do. And like clockwork, you're going to be able to continue to do that uh, over and over again. Um, and, and again, when it comes to direct mail, there's no one that's doing it better than us. And so we are absolutely the, the expert on this because that's, that's not one where you want to start doing yourself and trying to lick stamps and do that stuff yourself. That's definitely something you want to call, uh, Michael Fleming and the team here at Innovate Dental Marketing to help you out with that. And that's, again, we've been doing this for, you know, 13 years. And so we have a ton of tribal knowledge. We have a ton of Examples of work done so you can kind of look at and see what people are doing in non-competing markets and you can literally just apply that idea. Um, but it, but it's a great way, again, to supplement because here, here's the, the deal. I'm not trying to talk you into direct mail versus your online presence versus your referrals. You need to be doing all three. Uh, what we need to do, though, is and what I'm encouraging you to need to do is to start having a focus on each of these areas so that you start to make it a priority, right? And so maybe you're doing, you know, this month we're gonna focus on referrals, this month we're gonna focus on the website, this month we're gonna focus on, you know, the direct response media, or, you know, instead of the how, we start to look for the who, and the who is sitting right here on the other side, uh, who's talking to you right now. Uh, you know, call myself and my team at Innovate Dental Marketing, we could totally help you with all three of these areas. And then you can start having that focus on all three of them at once and start making that progress. And again, when, when marketing is done correctly, there's no cost. There's only upside, right? If we're ever spending money on marketing and it doesn't have a return on investment that's greater on what your investment is, it's being done wrong. So, so whenever you're doing marketing, you need to be, have it done in a way that's financially responsible so that it's costing you nothing. And in fact, it's only generating revenue for you, right? And, and that's part of the value of working with a team like us where we can help you quantify what that return on investment is. It gives you an idea of like, holy smokes, for every dollar I'm spending, I'm getting $10 back. Like the idea, I, I, I tell this story all the time is like if you and I were in Vegas and we were hanging out at the Bellagio and we identified a slot machine that was kicking out $10 for every $1 that we put in, how much money would you go get? 
how much money would you bring to that machine, right? And the obvious answer is as much as I could get my hands on. I'd take out a second on, on my mortgage. I would drain in my bank accounts. If I was guaranteed to get $10 back for every $1 I put in, I would put as much money in there as possible to get 10 times that investment, right? But what's so funny is like when we finally do, you know, get get this campaign right where it's generating 10 to 1, people still see it as an expense. So even though it's generating improved cash flow, they're not seeing that like, wow, okay, if I put $2,000 in here and I generated, you know, $10,000 or $20,000, whatever that return on investment is, what would happen if I put $10,000 towards this? Would I still get the same? What would happen if I put $20,000 in it? That's not, that's not far-fetched. If you're in a major metropolitan area, you could easily put $20,000 in and imagine what you would get in response, right? You would actually run out of chair space and schedule time before you were actually able to facilitate, right? So I realized that there's a balance there, right? But so many times, you know, people will hit a home run and then they limit themselves, right? They don't increase their budget. They don't put more money in that slot machine. What they do is they just, you know, recur it and they just continue to stay at that same level, right? Which is still great and it's still sustainable, but it, it doesn't help propel you to that next level. And there's so many of these dentists and organizations that I'm working with that are looking at stepping to the next level. And if they were just willing to get out of the marketing as an expense mindset and see marketing is truly priming the pump for increased cash flow. And then taking an example, another example of that was, you know, we worked with a, a major dental service organization that has a defined budget of how they, they plan for their marketing. Right. And it's like a 3% of gross revenues or planned revenues, right? And we literally had uh, a product that went out and was generating $15 for every $1 spent. And it was like, holy smokes, we were like, this is out of control. We went back to the client and we're, we're looking at these ROI numbers and we're like, you've absolutely hit a home run here. We're killing it. This is amazing. How much more do you want to put in? And and the answer was like, well, we don't have any more money to put in because you know we've maxed out our budget. And it's just so funny because it's it's different priorities, it's different mindsets. So it's, even though it's part of the same organization, right? But you've got marketing that sits on in, in one room, and then you've got the accounting team that sits on another side of the room. You've got the board that's you know oftentimes sitting off site, and the left hand doesn't get to the, talk to the right. And you know everyone's kind of got their own priorities, right? You know over on the accounting side, you know they 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 might be tasked with controlling expenses. And over on the, the marketing side, they're trying to generate as much revenue as possible, which equals cash flow that gets managed by the other side. And so it's just competing metrics, competing ideals. But, you know, if we're able to have those higher level conversations of how one feeds the other and gain that better understanding, that's why it's so much more valuable at times to, to be part of that smaller organization where you do have your finger on both pulses so that when you do see a home run that's hit, you can throw more gas on that fire and see how big we can make this fire go, as opposed to well, we're limited to three percent. And oftentimes, by the way, it's three percent of budget. So even if they're blowing the, their their budget numbers away, it's not three percent of actual actual revenue that they're gaining. It's three percent of what was budgeted the the year before. So oftentimes they're shackled to decisions that were made nine months ago, ten months ago, as opposed to being able to respond in real time or in reality and what what they're doing. So. You know, again, I could ramble on and on and on about that, but you know, I want I want you thinking in that mindset that when you are doing, you know, whether it's patient referral, whether it's your your online presence, whether it's direct response marketing, when you finally do hit a home run, pour more gas on it immediately and pour more resources on it immediately and, and ride that 
that wave while it can, right? Because eventually that wave's going to, you know, and that's the perfect analogy, right? I don't know if you've ever surfed before, but obviously if you, if you've at least seen, but if you have, and I do surf. And so, you know, whenever you've had that perfect wave that just goes on and on and you're like, oh my gosh, this is so sweet. And it seems to never end until it does. And then you're like paddling out there and then you're looking for that next wave, right? But no matter how perfect the wave is, it's finite, right? And you're going to get to that point where it just, you just run out of beach, you run out of water and you're going to run into the, you're going to run into the rocks, right? And so uh, I hope I hope that's been beneficial for you. Again, it was more of a tactical approach, you know, for uh, direct response media and direct mail. That gets really deep, really quick, uh, and you, that's not nothing that you really want to get yourself involved in. Uh, we when Cody and I first started, we were uh, going to these uh, these meetings down at the the local SEF the the sectional carrier facility down in Portland and we were going and and they were basically talking how to best prepare your mail for the letter carriers. And and that way you were getting the most for your money, right? The more work you did before you dropped it off, the more of a discount that you got. And I remember literally sitting in these, these trainings surrounded by church ladies, right? Cause this was a big thing for the churches, right? And they would, uh, do these, these mailings by hand. And they were literally like putting them together and licking stamps. And we remember like, like looking at each other going, wow, this is crazy. Like, cause we were looking to, to automate it, right. And make it bigger. We're, we're going to be mailing thousands of pieces, right. We were more learning the theory, but there's still people out there that are licking stamps. And I would not encourage that because it, you're, you're paying that time and, and that labor to do that. Whereas, you know, hire an agency like us and go find the who we are definitely the who uh, to help you out with that. So I hope that's added value for you. You know, again, the big thing here is having a focused approach when you embark and finding the who, not necessarily learning the how. And also re- remember that when you're embarking on a marketing project, it's not costing you money. It shouldn't cost you money. It, it costs you that initial outflow to prime the pump, but then you get that immediately back times two, times five, times 10, you know, upwards, you know, on that example, we had times 15, right? And then you roll that money back into your next month of, of marketing and, and so forth, right? So that literally, you're only coming up with a couple thousand dollars out of the gate to prime the pump, but then you immediately get that back. And then that money pays for the, rem- the remainder of your marketing, right? And we can help you kind of outlay schedules of what kind of return on investment that you're getting so that you can kind of see that and how sustainable this truly is and how after each and every month, those patients continue to add value. And they continue to add value even in the sense of adding other family member, members and other referrals as well, right? So that the lifetime value of the patient is massive right? and can be massive, right? And so when you think of that, it really helps give you a good understanding of why we're spending this time, effort, and money in our marketing. So I hope that added value. Uh, again, you know, if you're looking for the how, I, hopefully those tips helped you a little bit. If you're looking for the who, you're talking right now. That's why this uh, this podcast was a little bit challenging for me because Regarding all of this stuff, you got to call this guy right here. And I'm excited to work on your project. I'm excited to help generate new patients for your practice and uh, help you uh, achieve abundance. I hope this has been valuable and I hope you have an amazing day. Take care of yourself.